0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Looks like they're going to make a
0: uh, movie about the life of Chris Cornell, Jim. Yeah, it's called uh, Black Days and it's just started the, the production phase. Um, the guy who's going to play Chris Cornell is John Holliday, who I've never heard of. And I looked him up on IMDb and I guess he was in Walk the Line, the, the Johnny Cash movie. But Okay. I, you know he he does kind of have a Cornell look to him, but I just uh, Google I searched John Holiday,
1: and this kid this has got to be the wrong guy because he's black. The well, movie, you never the, know. The movie's called Black Days, but I don't think this is the the direction they're going in. <laughs> no, this guy's not an actor. John <laughs> Holiday, actor.
0: Yeah, one L. It, it took me like three tries to find him on IMDb. He he honestly has only two other acting credits. Uh, Walk the Line was one, and Sun Records, the TV series, he was in two episodes, both uncredited, so he's kind of an unknown. Is
1: this going to be a low-budget movie? <sighs> By the fact that they don't have a big star playing Chris Cornell, it sounds like it's, it's going to be almost like a made-for-TV thing.
0: Yeah, maybe it's going right to Netflix or something. Or I, I don't know. The, the the information that I have is from Spin Magazine, and it is kind of limited. But I wonder if he's going to be singing like, like uh, Joaquin Phoenix did. In the Johnny Cash movie? Because I would highly advise not to try. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me?
1: Well, it's like Rami Malik in the in the Queen movie. Yeah. He didn't... You, you can't do it. They had to bring in some other guy, a Freddie Mercury, Mercury sound-alike to... He sang some it, it, of the parts, but they, they, they blended it together with another guy.
0: It's just to say that he did it. Like, you can't hear his voice.
1: Sure. If they can make uh, Thanos... Uh, you know, fly in from outer space in a spaceship with the Infinity Gauntlet on and all the Avengers appear out of little sparkly rings. Uh, You know, if they can do that with visual effects, then I'm sure they can, with audio effects, they can make somebody (laughs) sound like Chris Cornell.
0: Yeah, but you know, who knows? The auto-tune these days, it doesn't sound as raw. I, I, I don't know.
1: I can't even find this guy, man.
0: Yeah, like literally, I had there was I had to Google it three times. I typed in John Holiday with one L. Yeah, walk the line, and there, there it is. See, he's got the little uh, soul patch down there that Cornell rocked early '90s. Right, got the longer hair. You know who they should get to
1: play? uh, Chris Cornell. Well, they can't now, but in his younger days, Steve Buscemi.
0: How? Why? Because of the movie Airheads? Yes, Steve Buscemi in Airheads is giving off a real Chris Cornell vibe, don't you think? Well, if Chris Cornell was around, I don't think he'd like that comparison. Maybe. Why
1: not? Look up uh, Steve Buscemi Airheads right now.
0: <laughs> Steve
1: Buscemi.
0: Airheads. Yeah, but I mean, if you slap some long hair and a and a, and a plaid shirt on anybody. They're gonna. Well, he's got the he's got the mustache and the beard. He's got the similar beard, dude. I'm telling you,
1: Buscemi in Airheads looks like Chris Cornell. It's true. Too I, bad, eh? Too I don't bad.
0: Th- I don't think it's an insult. Well, no, I yeah, you
1: know what? Maybe it is a bit of an
0: insult. That's like the number one actor you don't want to be the lookalike for. No offense, Buscemi. <laughs> I love you, buddy. Yeah, I think you're right. It is the hair and the facial hair that makes yeah. him
1: look like Chris Cornell. He's just got a similar style. <laughs> the eyes are completely different. <laughs> John says his body isn't even cold. Don't make a Chris Cornell movie. Wait a couple years at least. It has been a couple years. Keanu Reeves could play Chris Cornell. He's mm. too old now, right?
0: Maybe. Um,
1: there's a British singer and actor named Paul Ayers. Look him up. He'd be a great Chris Cornell. Mm. Ian Thornley would be a great Chris Cornell. I don't know if Thornley can act, but I know that vocally, uh, his voice has been compared to Chris Cornell's in the past. Yeah, right? and they do kind of look like each other. Yeah, like they a little have a bit. similar vibe. I, I wonder if Thornley, if they'd consider bringing him in to help with the vocals for the film.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd
1: be a good job for him. Dan is on the phone. Dan, who do you think should play Chris Cornell? Johnny Depp voice. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was Locked Up. Yeah, he's a little old now a little old, but in his younger days, he would rock Chris Cornell. Yeah, okay. I could see it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Johnny Depp can, the hair and the facial hair, again, we've seen Captain Jack Sparrow, he can grow a nice goatee. Oh, yeah. Can, <laughs> I don't know, maybe he can sing, we don't know that yet. Some of these suggestions can't be serious. Who should play Chris Cornell in the movie they're making about him? <laughs> uh, when in doubt, Jeff Goldblum can always fill the role. <laughs>
0: No thanks, hard pass.
1: Um, I can't do it, you have Goldblum, can you? Oh
0: uh, yes, uh, I, w- I love, uh, uh, the guys in Rage Against the Machine, I would love to do a, maybe a side project, maybe, perhaps? It's <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> Jim Caviezel should be Chris Cornell. Jesus! He was Jesus, so we know he can grow the hair. Yeah. Gary Dordan as Chris Cornell. Never heard of him.
0: Who's he? Gary Dorden.
1: Uh, yeah, he's the guy uh, from CSI. Warwick from CSI. Now, he's black too. I don't know. Like I thought we weren't allowed to change the color of skin for movie roles anymore. I think so. it only goes the other way. So you can lighten skin, you can't darken it. Yeah. Um, He does have similar features for sure to Chris Cornell. The eyes, uh, mouth, yeah. The goatee. Kind of looks like him. He's, but he's he's older too. Yeah, you got to get someone younger. I'm assuming it's not just going to be about the last couple of years of Chris Cornell's life. I don't know. Maybe that's what the movie's going to focus yeah. on.
0: You know what? They should put the the guy who plays Theon Greyjoy. If they if, uh, in in uh, you might recognize him as the kid from uh, John Wick. Taz, the guy who kills the dog. If they okay. darkened his hair, he's got kind of like that skinny face. What's he from? Ga- what else is he from? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. John Wick. He's like the 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 mob boss's arrogant son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, he was
1: great in that role. You yeah, hate, you
0: love to hate that guy. He is kind of too hateable to be Chris Cornell, but he kind of you know if he had like the dark hair, it might work.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna say it: Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> he can do no wrong. Zach Efron. He's the new. He's the new hot young hunk, isn't he? Uh, for a while now. Yeah, I think Zach Efron's middle aged now. <laughs> Tells you how old we're getting, Jim. Oh, dear. New movie on the way called Black Days about the life of Chris Cornell, according to Spin Magazine. Time for some fast food news, Jim. Ooh. You ready? We got some options. You want to do Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC first, or do you want to do Taco Bell? Mm, Let's let's go KFC. KFC is getting rid of its finger-licking good slogan. No. (laughs) They've been using it. Forever, since the 60s. I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's the only way
0: that you're going to get chicken that is finger-licking good. If you want Kentucky Fried Chicken, you have to visit me. <laughs>
1: now that's a jingle. <laughs> if you want Kentucky Fried Chicken, you have to
0: visit me. That sounds threatening. Or I will find you. <laughs>
1: I know where you live, and I know which window (laughs) is your bedroom. You gotta have Kentucky Fried Chicken, or I'll be standing over your bed, licking my fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken, KFC. Well, they're not Kentucky Fried Chicken. They've done this before. They changed their name to KFC, so people would forget about the fried part of the chicken. Yeah, the F stands for fresh now. Fantastic. <laughs> Kentucky Fantastic Chicken. <laughs> right? So they, they got rid of the finger-licking good um, because of the global pandemic. It's not a good time to be licking your fingers. Come
0: on, though. Like I mean, it lasted this long. There's so many innuendos. It's been a joke for so many years. Uh-huh. They're not like they're not going to spread COVID. I th- I think they're having fun with it,
1: a novelty uh, it's thing, a little tongue in cheek. I I believe, which is still okay, right? You can have your tongue in your cheek, <laughs> is that okay? Yeah, as long as it's behind a mask <laughs> and you're not licking your fingers. But they've uh, started an advertising campaign where finger licking good is gone mm. because now it's not healthy to lick your fingers. But apparently it's still healthy to use fried chicken as a bun (laughs) when you make a sandwich. (laughs) Let's go to Taco Bell news. Did you know that Taco Bell plays a big part in Rage Against the Machine, the band? Huh? Yeah. Rage Against the Machine and Taco Bell go together hand in hand, apparently. Um, you, You know Tom Morello plays that red guitar, right? Yeah, yeah. Notorious for having that, that blood red uh, guitar, Les Paul. Uh, well, the reason he picked that color, he says it's because it was the color of Taco Bell hot sauce, which was a staple food group of mine back in the day.
0: Wow. I never would have guessed that was the inspiration.
1: Yeah, he used the Taco Bell guitar while recording Rage Against the Machine's debut album, and you can hear it on several tracks. Actually, if you listen carefully to some of the original Rage Against the Machine demos, you really can pick up on the Taco Bell influence.
0: That bell fits right in. Yeah, it goes pretty nicely there, doesn't
1: it? (laughs) They would have released that version of the song, but uh, apparently Tom Morello and the Taco Bell Chihuahua had a falling out before uh, the album was actually set to be released. Uh. it's too Show- bad. Chihuahua demanded they uh, take him off the track.
0: <laughs> is is a toilet considered a machine? Because I'll rage against a machine after some Taco Bell every oh, once yeah. in a while. Tennis <laughs> and Jim Game of Palooza brought to you by Pizza Nova.
1: Necessary evil. We are playing Kurt Cobain this morning. Jim, after yesterday's cheating incident, we've decided we're going to do it a little differently. There's three songs that Bane, Batman villain Bane, is going to sing by Nirvana. And whoever identifies the third song wins. Okay. So if you're wrong, we're hanging up and moving on to the next caller. First up, we've got Rockford. He's back. Rockford, how are you, man? How are you guys doing this morning? Good. Bane is going to sing you a song.
0: Okay.
1: It's by Nirvana. You tell us what song it is. Take it away, Bane.
0: Broken hymen of your highness, I'm left back. Throw down your umbilical noose so I can climb right back. Out of this dark hole. <laughs> Bane seems a little upset.
1: Yeah, he's got a grudge. He's got a bit of a chip on yeah. his shoulder, that Bane. What song is that?
0: Is it, uh, is it Heartshaped Box? Yes! Out
1: of this dark hole. That would be a dark hole to climb out of. <laughs> okay, next one. Bane, Nirvana song number two.
0: A mulatto, an albino, a mosquito, a batman. And my
1: libido. Hmm. Uh, smells like Teen Spirit. Yes, it. Smells like Teen Spirit is correct, Rockford. That means we are on Kurt Cobain, song number three. You identify this one, and you're a winner. Alrighty.
0: take your time. Hurry up Choice is yours Don't be late For Gotham's Reckoning How <laughs> well, nice you are, baby Take your time
1: Yeah Yeah, play that one again Because that truly sounds like It could have been taken right out of the, uh, the Batman movie
0: there Take your time Hurry up Choice is yours. Don't be late. For Gotham's Reckoning. I think he ad-libbed the, For Gotham's Reckoning right, like, yeah. to the rest of it. It he sounds made, like a threat. He made each of those
1: Nirvana songs his own. You got to give it to Bane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Doing some great work on the Taz and Jim show this week. And so are you, Rockford. It was that easy. You're going to see awesome. the new Christopher Nolan movie. It's called Tenet, and it's at Landmark Cinemas this Friday. We're even going to throw in some popcorn and some drinks for you, okay? Awesome, guys. Thanks a lot. Now keep your eyes peeled on that 403, man. Some crazy stuff has been going on. You saw a couple weeks back, Jim, the uh, the six-year-old boy who was riding his bike shirtless along the shoulder of the 403.
0: Yeah, as as cars are zipping by, it's the little boy on his bike. Crazy.
1: Yeah, a uh, kid apparently said he was trying to ride his bike to his mom's house, and Burlington police got him on the 403. No injuries. He was located very quickly once the phone calls started coming in.
0: Thank God this kid was smart enough to stay over on the shoulder. Oh yeah, or like good thing there wasn't a pothole or something that he'd hit or fly into traffic it's just so dangerous. Yeah. It's uh it's a young age, 6. Yeah, I was definitely biking around when I was 6, but not on the highway. No. Like I'd be on the street with no traffic. Yeah, and I
1: grew up in the olden days, so there was no cars ever. Like you could <laughs>
0: horse and buggy, maybe. Yeah,
1: all the all the uh, subdivisions you see now were just farmers' fields back then, Jim. So <laughs> I didn't really have to worry about cars. Uh, but uh, another story here. This isn't the four hundred three, but it's the Wayne Gretzky Parkway. Brantford Police saying a twenty-three-year-old has been charged for intoxicated operation of a golf cart. After he was found driving on the Wayne Gretzky Parkway with an open container of alcohol. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I've got a bad slice, but I've never had to take the (laughs) cart onto the Wayne Gretzky Parkway to retrieve it. That's all it was. He just didn't want to put the extra stroke down on the scorecard. People started calling around uh, 7 p.m. Saturday to report a man driving in a golf cart north on the parkway near Henry Street with uh, a cold one in his hand. They found him, they stopped him, they saw signs of intoxication, shocker. <laughs> he failed a roadside screening, arrested, taken to provide samples of breath, which came back more than
0: double the legal limit! Oh, of course. Is there a bigger heat score than, than a, uh, a golf cart? Because everybody kind of looks drunk driving them, and they're basically designed to hold beer. Yeah, they that's, get the beer holders there. That's all they're for. Cooler
1: in the back. Yeah. This guy obviously was charged. A charge his license suspended for ninety days. Driving cruising down the Wayne Gretzky Parkway in a golf cart. It's I don't know. Some people think that you can't get charged unless you're in a car, right? And we we learned you can even get a DUI in a canoe. That's ridiculous, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're thinking of paddling a canoe down the Wayne Gretzky Parkway later today. <laughs> Jim just said to me, "I got
0: a crazy story to tell everybody. Go for it." This is straight out of the urban legend, you know, dictionary. Basically, this is wild. So there's a woman in Detroit. This just happened on on Sunday. She's over at her mom's house, and they're just having lunch. And all of a sudden, uh, the daughter has a heart attack. She goes into cardiac arrest. Oh my god! Falls on the ground. You know, the family's panicking. They call the paramedics. Paramedics come, try to revive her for about thirty minutes. And then the paramedics, you know, have to say, "I'm sorry, but your daughter, your daughter has died." And they, they they called a local hospital. A doctor confirmed it by saying, "If that's what you guys read, then the person's dead, and it is what it is." And told the family they're sorry. And basically, the body was taken directly to the morgue right after, as it was pronounced dead. And oh no, is this the body bags moving? This is this is the body bags moving. This is morticians putting like the toe tag on it. You know, about to take care of it. Oh, my God. Notices the chest is kind of moving.
1: She's maybe breathing. It's, maybe
0: it's gas escaping. No, Taz, she was breathing. She was still wow. alive. Her heart was beating at 80 beats per minute, so still relatively strong heartbeat. The family gets the call, said, hey, you know how your daughter died? Yeah, not quite. Uh She's still alive. Oh, my God. How... What a, an
1: emotional
0: roller coaster for that family. Insane. Like, you think you. Like, I, I mean, I would be. Re- if I wasn't religious before, I would be religious after for sure. I don't know if I'd be religious or I'd just be angry. I'd be angry at the paramedics that they
1: didn't. They didn't keep working on her, and they pronounced her dead. Like, what if they had kept going? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Is she doing
0: okay now? Is she? She is in a hospital. She's you know, technically recovering, but it's not looking great. They're they're not really putting out any information that she'll make a full recovery. She's still um, in critical condition. Yeah, um, but she's alive. She is alive, though. And she was in the morgue.
1: <sighs> yeah, I'd be I'd be mad. I. would things have been different if they had just kept uh, trying to save her life instead of putting her in a bag and sending her to the morgue? Yeah,
0: and who knows, like, if the mortician was busy, like, the body could have been in the freezer for a little bit. Yeah. Huh. Or, heaven forbid,
1: you know what they do when you go to the morgue, the Y incision...
0: Right? I don't know. I, I mean I can imagine what that means. Stuff yeah. coming
1: out. Well, you uh, you take the body apart, yeah. right? Yikes. What if she makes a full recovery though? What if she does bounce back and she returns to her old self and she's able to say, I was in the morgue. I they were putting me into a refrigerator. Oh man. And now I'm I'm back living my life. Fingers crossed. Hopefully for this girl and her family, that's the case. But yeah, it would be insane.
0: Well, you kind of know what it's like, didn't you? K- kind of die once. Yeah, I was dead for
1: a bit, but didn't like it. I, they never sent me to the morgue.
0: <laughs> but no, seriously, you were you were you were
1: pronounced dead. Were you not? I wasn't pronounced dead, <laughs> but uh, my heart stopped. I had an allergic reaction when I was a young kid. Yes, and. And when I was about 12, my heart stopped and I was gone. I was out for about
0: two minutes or so. That's crazy.
1: Right. Never a toe tag, never in the refrigerator. I, I was at the hospital and they revived me pretty quickly, but... I what like if she comes back, what if she comes back and she's got great stories? Because I've told you my story. I don't want to get into it now. Yeah. Yeah. But my uh, out of body experience. Yeah. What she saw on the other side. Yeah. Who knows? She could have the, she's a flatliner. She could have the answers for us. (laughs) You know the movie
0: Flatliners? They just did a remake. I'm aware of it, but I uh, I've, I've, I I love those stories where people like they're like, oh, I saw you know I went I went on the other side I saw there was a boat and I, I went I went on a boat to the cross to paradise or something. Yeah.
1: I saw a light. I'll give you the the Cole's note. I saw a light and there was a man there and he was talking to me and he said, you have a decision to make. You can either stay here or you can go back. And I said. I want to go back, but first I want to look through that light. And he said, if you look through that light, you'll never want to leave.
0: And I said, okay, I'll go back. wild. I wonder if they said, like, a person said the same thing to this woman, and the woman was like, I want to see the light. He's like, no, 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 think about the lawsuit. Think about the lawsuit. You could be rolling in it. Are you kidding me? I hope the family has a good
1: lawsuit or a good lawyer ready to go. Toilet paper's been such a hot topic in 2020. There was that crazy time you remember a couple months back when everyone started hoarding toilet paper. Yeah, that was pretty wild. It was white gold. You know how much toilet paper the average person flushes down the toilet in their lifetime, Jim? Put a dollar value dollar on it. Dollar value. How much, if you had to guess, would you think you're you're going to use? I'm going to say TP.
0: I'm going to say five thousand bucks. More. 50,000 less. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I think
1: it's case dependent. You, yeah, if you're using 50,000, you're either very particular, <laughs> you got a big butt, <laughs> or you should go see a doctor. Bigger the butt, the
0: more TP. That's, that's just science.
1: $11,198 US wow. worth of toilet paper is what the average person uses in their lifetime. So about 180 oh. bucks a year.
0: I wonder how much public toilet paper I've used then, monetary-wise. Yeah. Probably maybe one-fifth of that.
1: Are they really saving money by going with the thin one-ply paper in public bathrooms? Because I find you just use twice as much, right? True, true. The average household goes through 159 rolls of toilet paper a year, 145 rolls of paper towels. Over the course of your life, you'll spend $10,519 on paper towels. Hmm. And bidets are more popular than ever because of uh, fears of a toilet paper shortage. 42% of people
0: now saying uh, they don't have a bidet, but they would consider getting one. Yeah, I wonder how much they cost. Maybe a couple grand? All said and done, installed and everything? Saving yourself uh, $9,000. Depends how much your water bill
1: goes up, though, Jen. (laughs)
0: Dang. Right? Yeah, you're right.
1: You got a lot of of real estate to clean. Your water (laughs) bill is going to be a little higher. You're just flushing money down the toilet. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM ninety-six in London or Y one hundred eight in Hamilton weekday mornings from five thirty until nine thirty. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.